In today's prevalent culture, the institution of the family and faith are under attack. With absolute confidence in the grace and power of God, we at Forming Faithful Families, whose primary mission is strengthening families in the faith, have been inspired to put out into the deep, see Luke 5:4, to do our part to turn this tide. Forming Faithful Families, hosted by James Littleton, is a faithful and trustworthy weekly radio program in service to the new evangelization, saturated with scripture and containing teaching, reflections, anecdotes, and encouragement pertaining to our Catholic faith, with a substantial focus on marriage and family life faith formation. Welcome to Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. I'm Jim Littleton. The theme of our program today Practical Tips to Make Your Marriage Even Better. Let's start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit, own us, possess us, teach us, move us, heal us in Jesus' name. The love of God has been poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, who has been given us. Romans 5, 6. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. The world itself is in grave need of the witness of strong and beautiful marriages today. It is desperate for this light. We must create a culture that esteems marriage, and family. These words should be whispered with reverence. They are sacred sacraments or signs of God's inestimable love for the world. Marriage, family. Well, who are Kathleen, my wife, and I to preach about marriage anyway? We've been married for 31 years, and we are the proud parents of 19 wonderful children, 14 living and five in heaven. We are flawed sinners trusting in God's mercy and help. We do not live the things we preach perfectly. We are on the path, and we are not here to preach ourselves, but Christ and Him crucified. Let's first clarify a point about ourselves using Scripture. St. Paul to the Philippians 3, 12-14. Not that I have already attained this or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own, because Christ Jesus made me his own. Brethren, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. If some of the things I talk about hit you hard, don't despair. God's help and infinite mercy are there for the taking. Some more background information about me personally. I have only one title, six capital letters, S-I-N-N-E-R, Sinner, and my wife Kathleen is the better half in our marriage. Let's start with a good definition of marriage and some profound excerpts, which I take from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. You will find much more in the Catechism under Article 7, Sacrament of Matrimony. 1601. The matrimonial covenant by which a man and a woman establish between themselves a partnership of the whole of life 
is by its nature ordered toward the good of the spouses and the procreation and education of offspring. This covenant between baptized persons has been raised by Christ the Lord to the dignity of a sacrament. Also, a very beautiful and succinct definition of marriage from Father John Hardin's Modern Catholic Dictionary. You will find these same essentials enumerated upon in more detail in the Catechism of the Catholic Church. As a natural institution, the lasting union of a man and a woman, or we can substitute one man and one woman, who agree to give and receive rights over each other for the performance of the act of generation and for the fostering of their mutual love. The state of marriage implies four chief conditions. One, there must be a union of opposite sexes. It is therefore opposed to all forms of unnatural homosexual behavior. Two, it is a permanent union until the death of either spouse. Three, it is an exclusive union so that extramarital acts are a violation of justice. And four, its permanence and exclusiveness are guaranteed by contract, mere living together without mutually binding themselves to do so is concubinage and not marriage. Christ elevated marriage to a sacrament of the new law. Christian spouses signify and partake of the mystery of that unity and fruitful love which exists between Christ and his church, helping each other attain to holiness in their married life and in the rearing and education of their children. End of quote. Since my personal journey with leukemia, I appreciate my devoted wife more than ever. I was blessed beyond words to have Kathleen accompanying me every moment, day and night, through my journey in the hospital, fighting like mad to keep me alive during my bone marrow slash adult stem cell transplant. This was true sacrificial love, agape love on her part. She actually stayed with me for the entire four-week stay, day and night, sleeping in my hospital room, only returning home for two nights to be with our children, who also visited often. I am exceedingly grateful to my older adult children for coming together to watch our large family while Kathleen and I were away during this time. Perhaps to make real and drive home the meaning of marriage, I can take a couple of minutes to share something from my daughter Shannon's and Kyle's wedding, married on March 21, 2015 at St. James Chapel in Chicago, which we can all apply ourselves to. Doesn't it always lift us up when we attend a beautiful wedding and give us an opportunity for thinking of ways to make our own marriage even better? So think about your own marriage and its current state, and also go back to when you were first married. These are some excerpts from the blessing I offered at Shannon and Kyle's reception. Perhaps I can address the same to you, listeners, who are married as a means of encouragement and consolation relative to your beautiful marriage. Please substitute your name in place of Shannon or Kyle's name. Shannon and Kyle, I am so happy you found each other. I stand in awe. Shannon is so incredibly happy 
which makes me happy. Kyle, you are the answer to many prayers for Shannon, as is Shannon the answer to many prayers for you. You are each the ultimate gift to the other, straight from the hands of your heavenly Father. Your union has been planned and forged for all eternity in the heart of God. When I walked Shannon up the aisle today, this was a figure of our merciful, loving Father in heaven, in the heavenly nuptials liturgy, presenting the spotless bride, the church, to his son, the bridegroom of blood, who loves his bride with agape love. That love of total self-giving, total sacrifice, even unto death. A love that pours out every drop of blood for his beloved, Shannon and Kyle. You are a beautiful presentation of this sublime reality of the heavenly nuptials and reciprocating agape love. Kyle, you are an extremely rare good man. You treat Shannon like the royalty that she is. Kyle and Shannon, and I substitute your name, dear listener. I know that your love and marriage are built on rock, and that rock is Jesus and your Catholic faith. Shannon and Kyle, etch this beautiful day in your memory forever. Your love is a divine power that cannot be destroyed. It will only grow. God is one with you. He is love. Your marriage is love, and love endures whatever comes. It does not come to an end. See 1 Corinthians 13. May the Lord let his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May God uncover his face to you and bring you peace. Numbers 6, 24 to 27. May you be fruitful and multiply. Happiness and prosperity be yours. Kyle, your wife, a fruitful vine. Your children around your table. May God bless you both all the days of your life. May you prosper and live to see your children's children. See Psalm 128. Praise Jesus and Mary. May God bless you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. A few things for all of us to think about and perhaps work on in our own marriages. As husbands and wives, and as parents to our children, we are called to most fundamentally be present to one another. Slow down. Unify. Spend time together. Nothing will substitute for our time, presence, and attention. We are called to be pourers, not drips. Pourers pour out all they have at every moment for God and others, not concerned with keeping anything for themselves. Our children will at times gleefully exclaim, Mom and Dad are kissing. They think it's funny and a bit embarrassing when they observe us demonstrating our love in an embrace and kiss, but we can see clearly that it makes them very happy and secure to see that their parents love and are in love with each other. It also helps to make up for the very many times that we fall short in charity towards each other. Although Kathleen and I definitely have our quarrels, 
we are truly devoted to and in love with each other. We have learned how to forgive. This is primarily thanks to the grace of the sacrament of marriage and the gift of our ongoing, consistent sacramental and prayer life. In marriage, the husband's ideal is Jesus. He loves his bride like Jesus the bridegroom loves the church, sacrificially, even unto death, death on a cross. He sheds his blood for her. I'm Jim Littleton of Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Forming Faithful Families is now offering our 15-episode video series on DVD, filmed in stunning high definition with a free downloadable Small Faith Discussion Group Program Guide. We hope that you will consider purchasing, implementing, and promoting this video series at the personal and small group level. Forming Faithful Families is a faithful and trustworthy parish-based and small faith community program for marriage and family life faith formation in service to the new evangelization pertaining to the Catholic faith. Listen to this recommendation. Firmly grounded in the teaching of the Catholic Church, sacred scripture, and the wisdom of the saints, with this series, James and Kathleen offer a thirsty world a refreshing and satisfying drink. It also makes a great gift with eternal benefits for both the giver and the receiver. To order your DVD set today, visit formingfaithfulfamilies.com or call 708-334-1988. That's formingfaithfulfamilies.com or call 708-334-1988. Faced with chronic lymphocytic leukemia, James Littleton came to more profoundly cherish what matters most, his relationship with God and his family. Through numerous courses of chemotherapy and an eventual bone marrow transplant, James was able to share his strong faith with God with others undergoing difficult times. Healed through cancer and other adversities highlights the principles this father of 19 relied on. James found many forms of healing that come through trials. Find consolation, encouragement, and helpful insights for your own struggles. Healed Through Cancer and Other Adversities offers inspiration and faith-building reminders of the God who offers so much that we may truly live. Seize hope to overcome your own difficulties in this uplifting account of one man's fascinating, self-reflective, and inspirational journey with cancer. Order your copy at formingfaithfulfamilies@gmail.com at gmail.com or request it from your local Catholic or secular bookstore. I'm Jim Littleton of Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. We return to our theme, Practical Tips to Make Your Marriage Even Better. A wife is virtuous. She is like the moon that so gently reflects the light of the sun, like the Blessed Virgin Mary who tenderly reflects the light of her son, Jesus Christ. Ephesians 5, 21-25 Give way to one another in obedience to Christ. Wives should regard their husbands as they regard the Lord, since as Christ is the head of the church and saves the whole body, so is a husband the head of his wife. And as the church submits to Christ, so should wives to their husbands in everything. 
Husbands should love their wives just as Christ loved the church and sacrificed himself for her to make her holy. Also from Ephesians 5, 31 to 32. For this reason, a man must leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two will become one body. This mystery has many implications, but I am saying it applies to Christ and the church. It would take volumes to begin to unpack the depth of the meaning of these scripture passages, so we will not try to do so here. Besides, someone already has. St. Pope John Paul II developed a sublime theology of the body on this theme, which we invite you to explore further. Why, sadly, do so many marriages fail? In my opinion, one common reason involves false expectations. What are both spouses expect and demand that the other spouse make him or her perfectly happy? This is a recipe for disaster because we are made for God, and only God can make us perfectly happy. Therefore, to expect this perfection of a spouse is to make an impossible demand and to set up the marriage for potential failure. Due to our fallen human nature, ebbs and flows of tension are to be expected in marriage. In fact, these tensions and difficulties are to be embraced. Marriage is about love, and love can only be truly expressed. Love is only authentic through sacrifice. This is agape love, the Greek word agape for the highest form of love, a self-pouring out of love, a selfless love, a total self-giving type love. We have to struggle to die to ourselves daily, moment to moment, in each circumstance of our lives, as Jesus died out of love for the church. So, rather than expecting a marriage to be a 50-50 proposition, each spouse should commit and strive to contribute a hundred percent, in a sense expecting nothing from the other spouse. In other words, we should not trip out our love in proportion to what we think we are receiving from our spouse. No, we should pour out our love. This is the divine agape love. What a beautiful thing it is when both spouses take this approach, sacrificing, living by example, overlooking the defects of the other. How beautiful a thing it is as well when a spouse continues to give 100%, when at least the perception is that the other spouse is not equitably holding up his or her end. This is a sublime thing because it involves even a greater love even a greater sacrifice, the unadulterated divine agape love. The family is the domestic church. Catechism 1655. Christ chose to be born and grow up in the bosom of the holy family of Joseph and Mary. The church is nothing other than the family of God. From the beginning, the core of the church was often constituted by those who had become believers, together with all their household. When they were converted, they desired that their whole household should be saved. These families who became believers were islands of Christian life in an unbelieving world. And 1657. It is here that the father of the family, 
the mother, children, and all members of the family exercise the priesthood of the baptized in a privileged way by the reception of the sacraments, prayer, and thanksgiving, the witness of a holy life, and self-denial and act of charity. Thus, the home is the first school of Christian life and a school for human enrichment. Here one learns endurance and the joy of work, fraternal love, generous, even repeated forgiveness, and above all, divine worship in prayer and the offering of one's life. We now turn to the Catechism of the Catholic Church, The Openness to Fertility, 1652. By its very nature, the institution of marriage and married love is ordered to the procreation and education of the offspring, and it is in them that it finds its crowning glory. This is also a quote from Gaudium et Spes. Another deep-seated reason why so many marriages fail today is that many have intentionally rejected openness to the gift of life through contraception, sterilization, and or abortion. If you, dear listener, have made this mistake with respect to openness to life, please don't lose hope. God is infinitely merciful. There remains the opportunity to truly repent and to begin anew in being open to life through true repentance, which is encouraged for the good of the married couple's souls and their marriage. Most forms of contraception, some of which are abortifacient and can really cause a very early abortion, such as the pill, can be easily discontinued and natural family planning, NFP, substituted. For those marriages where a spouse has been intentionally sterilized, though not strictly required, surgical reversal might be possible. I have heard some beautiful success stories in this regard, wherein the marriage was profoundly strengthened by undertaking at least an attempted reversal of sterilization. There is nothing the power of our Lord Jesus cannot heal. He is always there to heal and profoundly strengthen a marriage if we only let him in to do his work. I'm Jim Littleton of FormingFaithfulFamilies.com. You can visit our website, FormingFaithfulFamilies.com. You can email us at FormingFaithfulFamilies at gmail.com. Again, our website, FormingFaithfulFamilies.com. You'll find a little bit of yesterday that will delight you today at the Family Hearth General Store, a nonprofit ministry of forming faithful families in historic Frankfort, Illinois. The 1870s style old storefront honors home, faith, and family life, featuring vintage wares and unique gifts for special family occasions. From Victorian replicas, vintage decor, quilts, candles, antique samplers, and jewelry, to unique books, hand-milled soaps, old-time candy, ice cream, and bottles of pop, you'll find a warm welcome here around the family hearth. A cozy fireplace, fresh gourmet coffees, and teas await your visit. So come, sit a spell. 
Find us on the main street of Frankfurt at 119 Kansas Street and be sure to visit the online store at formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Like us on Facebook or give us a call at 708-334-1988. Thank you for listening to Forming Faithful Families. You listen to us to find ways to strengthen your family in the faith and to better live out your role as Catholic parents. Please help us help you. We appreciate your prayers and a donation to help support this program. Any donation will be a blessing. You can also become one of Forming Faithful Families partners with a monthly donation. It's easy. Visit formingfaithfulfamilies.com and click on the donate link. There you'll find our mailing address to send a check or use the PayPal button to make a secure donation. You can even call Forming Faithful Families to make a donation at 708-334-1988. That's 708-334-1988. Forming Faithful Families is a 5013C charitable organization. Click on the donate link at formingfaithfulfamilies.com. See and support the entire scope of our ministry. Help us help you with your prayers and a donation as we're Forming Faithful Families. We would like you, our listeners, to know that James and Kathleen Littleton of Forming Faithful Families are available individually or as a couple nationally as speakers. They offer talks, retreats, and workshops on a variety of Catholic themes. James and Kathleen can be reached with questions or speaking engagement requests at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com or call 708-334-1988. Visit their website at www.formingfaithfulfamilies.com. I'm Jim Littleton of Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Couples that are willing to live openness to life in their marriages will receive not only the many spiritual benefits, but a very practical strengthening of their marriage. We have only touched a very brief summary on this very important issue and encourage you to explore the subject further, such as through The Art of Natural Family Planning by John and Sheila Kipley, K-I-P-P-L-E-Y. Marriage is ordered between one man and one woman, because like God's love, it is called to be fruitful, open to life. Catechism of the Catholic Church, 2335. Each of the two sexes is an image of the power and tenderness of God, with equal dignity, though in a different way. The union of man and woman in marriage is a way of imitating in the flesh the Creator's generosity and fecundity. A married couple should pray together. My wife Kathleen and I are very imperfect and full of faults, much more so me, yet we are blessed to pray together daily. A couple can attend Sunday and even daily Mass together as well as engage in private prayer. They can attend the Sacrament of Reconciliation, Confession, together of course, confessing their sins to Jesus through the priest separately, though I am sure my wife Kathleen could do a much better job of confessing my sins for me than I do for myself, since she knows me only too well. It is a wonderful practice for couples to pray the rosary together and perhaps to attend couple marriage retreats together. It is also beautiful to share spiritual insights from one's prayer and spiritual reading with one's spouse. This is all a gift which God offers to married couples to draw them closer to Him and to each other. 
Sometimes couples can't wait to share some spiritual insight with each other. This is one of the beautiful graces of the sacrament of marriage. This is a great joy. If, however, as is not uncommon, you and your spouse are not currently on the same page spiritually, please accept and love your spouse unconditionally. Don't lament that something is allegedly terribly wrong. See God's providence in this situation. Lead by your witness of charity. May our Lord Jesus give us the grace to be his pourers in the world and for all eternity. Let's pour ourselves out in love for Jesus today. Let's pour ourselves out for someone whom God puts in our path today, especially when it's difficult to do. I know you will be generous. Pray that I will be too. You are so good at heart. Why? Because God made you that way. You are his masterpiece. All will be well. Count on it. We have Jesus, so we have everything. Everything. Please contact us at formingfaithfulfamilies.com. You can call us at 708-334-1988. God love you. You have been listening to Forming Faithful Families, hosted by James Littleton. Visit their website, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Email them at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com or call 708-334-1988. That's 708-334-1988.